Hi, I'm Renee Crandall, and you're listening to the Wake Up Your Life podcast, a personal development podcast for women where we'll discuss how to live intentionally today and every day. I want to be a better version of myself this year than I was last year, five years from now versus five years ago, and I want to encourage you in that same journey. I hope my words each week leave you feeling inspired and empowered to wake up your life and go after who you truly desire to be. I'm in this with you to coach you and cheer you on. I believe in you. Let's go. Hello and welcome. Today I'm talking about something that isn't necessarily the most upbeat of topics and might not be something that you think you want to listen to, but I think it's really important that we talk about this. And that is how to deal with mean people. Whether it's someone in your past, someone that maybe you're dealing with today, a client that you work with, a stranger, whoever it is, I think it's really important to shift our perspective when it comes to how to handle mean people or how to interact with them or how to look at the way that they're treating you and not give them more control in how you're affected by them than they should in the sense that we can so easily allow these mean people in our life to control how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about our life, how we feel about humanity at large, how we treat other people, the way we talk about ourselves or the way we talk about people. Like it can affect so much. And I think that for myself, when I've actually stepped back and thought about what could really be going on with this person to make them this mean or this awful to deal with, it helps release that control in my life. It helps release them having that hold over me when it comes to my emotional and my mental well-being. We all know the situation, especially when it comes to like work in it and in regards to working with clients or just difficult people or a difficult coworker Or there may be someone in your life today that's just a mean person and you can't create enough space from them to not be affected or to not be in interaction with them and how they're making you feel. And mean people are just a part of life. Like as unfortunate as it is, they exist. And to some degree, sometimes I feel like there's more mean people now than there were before. I I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think maybe my perspective of social media has affected that where people are just very eager to call out, very eager to bully, just angry. They can say anything and everything behind a computer, you know, with all the confidence in the world that they would never say to your face. You know, people in customer service are just sometimes flat out rude and not helpful Or you may have people in your life that you know really well who just say things or treat you poorly and you're just thinking, what did I ever do to hurt you? Like, why are you just a a mean person? And so I don't want this to come across as like focusing on those mean people and thinking about society at large as like, there's so many awful people out there. Like, how are we going to handle it? I'm more of thinking about this through the perspective of if you have a mean person in your life. How can you change your perspective when it comes to how you approach them so that your outlook is healthier and you aren't as affected by their behavior in your life? So there's a couple different things. I mean, I have dealt with mean people my entire life. We all have, right? Like middle school, high school is when it really starts to 
come about and be more prominent. And then when you work, if you work in customer service, that's very intense because you deal with a lot of mean people uh, in any type of customer service. And then if you're in any type of role like I am or my husband's in, where you're dealing with clients on a regular basis, that's another layer where you can be dealing with mean, awful, or just downright rude people. But also life circumstances can happen to us where we are dealing with a mean, awful person that we can't get rid of. And they're just a part of our life and they can take so much from us emotionally and mentally that I have had to get myself into a mindset of thinking, I can't let this person control this much in my life. Those thoughts about the people that have hurt us or that are mean in general, like consume so much of our energy. I don't know about you, but when I'm really riled up, whether it be from poor customer service or someone just treating me poorly, it is like an all-consuming thought. Like I kind of just like see red in the sense of I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop talking about it. Like I want to feel justified in what happened or how I feel or how they treated me or whatever is going on. It becomes an all-consuming thing. And for the people in our life that we're around that hurt us or that are mean to us, it can be really hard to disconnect or like separate ourselves from them. If it's a stranger or even if it's a client, they aren't in our day to day. But let's say it's someone in our family or a friend of a friend or in our or part of our in-laws or someone in your neighborhood or whoever it is. Let's say there's that person where you just have to be around them and you don't really get a say in regards to, I never have to see you again. You're a stranger or you're a client. I don't have to talk to you today or whatever it is. Well, even with clients, we really can't control how much we are or aren't going to talk to them. So that is maybe a different section all on its own. But really what I'm looking at is the people that you can't just never see again and the difference between that and then like a stranger where it's like that person's just irritating, but you're never going to have to talk to that customer service person again and you can just move on with your with your life and feel better and probably the next day or so. I'm coming from the perspective of the people that we don't get to do that with and the mean people that are in our life where it's just you want to be free from it and every time you're around them, you just think I, I don't know how to handle you as a person, but you make me very angry because who you are and how you treat people is outright wrong. Like you, you, you start to become so consumed with it because you know that people shouldn't be treated that way or talked to that way, but there's nothing that you can necessarily do to make them stop being who they are. So it's a matter of putting up like mental boundaries so that the way that they treat you no longer has the effect on you that it had. And so there's several different things and perspectives that I want to share with you if you're in a situation like that or if you've been in a situation like that and maybe you want some mental freedom from not having to think about the person who's hurt you or been mean to you or just treated you or someone else poorly and you're thinking, I don't want to have thoughts about them. They don't even deserve that, right? Like we put so much energy into the people who have treated us poorly versus the people who treat us well. Like we care so much. Like if someone has said something wrong, okay, so I'll use a work example. I have been in my industry of digital marketing on the Amazon platform for six years now. So I would definitely consider myself to be an expert in this field. And when I have a client tell me, that they don't think that I'm right or that they don't agree with my strategy or they think that they could do it better and they don't trust me to manage their account or their budget or whatever it is, that 
will really frustrate me because I'm coming from the perspective of, I know that I'm an expert and I know that I'm considering a lot of variables when it comes to your strategy on Amazon, but you as a client are so insistent to not hear me. And it can be very frustrating because then I start to put so much energy into wanting that client to understand my perspective, but I'm also taking a lot of my own mental energy in the, in the sense of, are they right? Like, how could they say that to me? Does that mean that there's some truth behind it? Like we really start to give the people that are negative and mean and hurtful in our lives so much more power than they even should have. If someone's saying something to you that's hurtful or if they're treating you poorly and you know it's not true, then why do we dwell so much on the fact that, well, what they said might have some truth to it? No, they're just a mean, crappy person who had a really bad day or is having a bad life and wants to take it out on the world. There's people like that exist. There's clients in the world like that that exist. But it doesn't mean that you're not an expert in your job. It doesn't mean you're not a good employee. It doesn't mean you're not a good coworker. It means that that person is likely the full problem. So separate from it. So that's the example that I have of like, I put sometimes too much energy into trying to fix the problem or the person or the client that I have a problem with instead of realizing, you know what, not everyone's going to like me. Not everyone's going to necessarily think that I have the best strategy. Not everyone's going to naturally trust me. That's on them. But I have plenty of other examples to prove that I do know what I'm doing and that clients do appreciate me or that people can trust me or whatever variable that might be considered. So that's one example of it's just interesting that we put so much energy and effort and emphasis on the people that that question us and challenge us and make us feel like we don't know what we're doing just because they're berating us verbally. It's like we need to, in a sense, I guess very bluntly, we need to be better at just shaking it off. I mean, like, you know what? You're just not not saying this to them, but just in our mind, like realizing you're just a mean person and what you said does not make it true because I have examples in my life to say otherwise. So I'm not going to listen to the one person that put me down. I'm going to focus on the people that are building me up. When it comes to like, it could be a client. It could be, like I said, all the different examples that I listed of someone that's a friend of a friend that you're around or someone in your family or your in-laws family or a neighbor or just a crappy person that is in your life for whatever circumstance or situation you're in or what you've gone through. So these are things that I'll tell myself when I can feel myself getting really riled up when people are mean or just downright awful. Like we know that feeling where like we've been treated poorly or we're seeing someone treated unfairly and we get riled up. We're like, how dare they? And it can take so much energy, so much mental space, so much of our conversation. And so for me to kind of lower that cortisol and to lower the intensity and the adrenaline of my emotions of like, how dare they? Or I can't believe this that I want to get myself mentally and emotionally into a state that isn't as intense so that I'm not as easily triggered by that person if and when they do that again. You know what I mean? So here's a few things that I really find helpful on what I'll say and what I'll remind myself of. So I wanted to share them with you today in case you have been, which I'm, I assume you have because we're all human, And we've probably been this awful mean person to someone else too, right? Like none of us are perfect, but we know the people in our life or we know the types of individuals where they're just always kind of pretty much awful and we don't ever see the good side of them. So it can be hard to let things go. 
One of the biggest things, like this is probably one of the most common things I tell myself when it comes to mean people, is hurt people hurt people. And I don't know if I read this quote or if someone told that to me, but I know it's existed out there for a long time, but it could not be more true. Hurt people do go out of their way to hurt people. I mean, think about it. If you aren't hurting, if you don't feel insecure, if you don't have imposter syndrome, if you don't feel less than, if you haven't had some type of really awful experience that you've gone through or a really hard season that you're in, it's not very likely that you're going to go out of your way to hurt people. Or it's not very likely that your natural instinct is going to be to put people down or to manipulate people to get your way or to live life like people can't be trusted or to put someone down so that you're not put down. You know, examples like that where if someone has gone through something awful and they haven't fully healed from it. So let's say they have gone through some type of trauma or suffering in their life. And instead of looking at it as this is how I feel and I am going to work through this pain and work through what I've experienced because I want to heal. It's kind of the example of someone that never gets um, healing for some type of wound, right? Like they just walk around with that open wound. It's never healed. It's never scarred. So it's just this problem in their life that's never fully addressed and they're walking around with that. So if they're living out of a state of suffering or an awful experience and they're not inclined or feel encouraged to work through whatever it is that they've just gone through, then that's going to shape their perspective on life. They could view life as no one can be trusted because I've been hurt by someone in the past or everyone is just out to get one another or the world is full of awful people. There's nothing good in the world. You know, a lot of the things that we've gone through in our past are either going to create better versions of ourselves or worse versions of ourselves. Every choice that we make leads to who we're becoming and who we're becoming shapes our character and our character will shape our destiny. So that that's something where it's realizing that they're hurting in some way or let's say like this is a very true high school example. You know, I had girls in high school put me down for the way I looked and I learned over time that the reason why they did that is because they felt so insecure about the way they looked. And I would either hear them say that about themselves or I would hear other people share that with me about them. So I knew that that was true, that the reason why they're so eager to call out my insecurity or put down my physical appearance is because there's these alarm bells in their mind saying, you're not good enough. You aren't pretty enough. No one's ever going to see you in a positive light. And so they're very reactive to, I have to defend and create this, this buffer for myself so that no one ever hurts me. What's the way I can do it is to hurt someone else. So hurt people, hurt people. And when I am faced with someone in my life that is just insistently awful to be around, I remind myself of that because it shapes my perspective from how dare you, you need to be put in your place and I want to be the one to tell you how awful of a person you are to instead realize they're hurting in some way or they've gone through something so awful that they are living out of such a negative toxic action or mindset that how tormented do they feel in their mind because of whatever they've gone through or what wasn't addressed or how they maybe were treated by other people and shaped then their worldview 
or perspective around it. And so that kind of bleeds into the next thing that I think about is I believe in God's sovereignty, which definitely helps when it comes to any type of anger or frustration or hurt that I have towards someone because it helps me remember, okay, God's in control of it all. He doesn't miss anything. He knows that I've been hurt. He knows what was said was mean or hurtful or the action to me or someone else was unjust and he's a God of justice. And so it's trusting in he sees the whole picture and maybe what my definition is of this is what the person quote unquote deserves. God could have a very different definition of what justice would look like uh, against them or in their life. And it's not for me to decide. It's not for me to say that this is what they deserve because the ground is level at the foot of the cross. And I believe in grace, but grace is very scandalous. And it's very hard to wrestle with in the sense that grace can be abused. So I try to not get too wrapped up in trying to understand the mind of God (laughs) because I can't. So it's realizing, okay, God is sovereign. He makes no mistakes. He doesn't miss anything. He is attentive to the pain and the suffering that happens. And he's not okay with mean, evil people and the way that they treat people. So knowing that like, okay, God views it the same way I do. I was like, that's not okay. Like we're not supposed to be okay living in a world where people do mean things or awful things. That's not how we were intended and created to live. So we understand there's that disruption. There's that depravity of sin. There's that brokenness of our world that creates that anger and at times can be a very righteous anger of we know that this is wrong, but it can also be kind of, I guess for me, sometimes a selfish anger of I just don't like that person and what they did was wrong and that hurt my feelings or something like that. And so thinking about it though as, yes, I know that God still loves them and that can sometimes be hard to wrap my head around because if that person did something so awful to someone or even to me, It's realizing, okay, I know God still loves them, but what I've come to think about is they clearly don't believe he does. They clearly don't believe that God loves them. They don't believe in the power of community and vulnerability and honesty and having that mental freedom. I mean, we all know the feeling of a clean, clear conscience, right? Like, That is one of the best feelings is when we know we aren't hiding anything, we haven't done anything in secret, we haven't hurt someone poorly that we care about, we don't have this track record in our past of manipulating and lying and hurting people and then continuing that behavior, never changing. You know, we know the feeling of when we've done something wrong or when we've wronged someone. I definitely have done that to people. And so we know that guilt or just that conviction that we feel of, that wasn't the right thing to do. And I know that I hurt this person. So what I think about is the person who's hurting people is they don't know how to fully accept and feel the love of God. Because if we're really experiencing the love of God, we change in all the best ways. So to be outside of that in feeling it and experiencing it, how dark, how dark of a life and a mind must that feel? And then the second layer is that that mental torment of not having a clean conscience and realizing that there may be years or decades of this person living their life and thinking 
this is the state, this is the mental turmoil that they've constantly been in. I, 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 it kind of is the saying of, I wouldn't wish that against my worst enemy. Like that mental torment is real. It's aggressive. It's intense. It leads to awful things. And so to know that people are walking around with that type of mental perspective on themselves or other people, it's really heavy. And so that's where I look at it as my, and it's not easy with everybody and it's always a process, especially if maybe I'm closer to the hurt of someone in my life than maybe a couple years or something distance, but looking at things of realizing or looking at them and realizing they are in complete darkness. They are hurting. That's why they're hurting people. They are overwhelmed with that depravity in their outlook on life and themselves. And I am not. I'm not living in darkness like that. I don't have that mental turmoil and that forces in my mind telling me lies that about me or about life that that aren't true. And so thinking about it from kind of that, that was a that was a big thing and not a very concise bullet. Like as I was talking about, it, I kind of started to realize more things. But basically what I'm saying is realizing that God's sovereignty is in it if someone has hurt you and that God is a God of justice and that will be revealed. It may not be revealed to you. You may never see it, but that justice will still occur. But at the same time, realizing that if that person is actively living outside of God's love, and choosing not to experience it and embrace it, that that person is living in darkness and that that darkness leads to torment and that in and of itself is awful. So there's so much more going on with that hurtful person than just them having a problem with me. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I think it can be so easy and this this kind of goes to my my third point is it can be so easy to dwell on it, to dwell on this is what they did and this is why I'm hurt. And and we give them so much control over our emotional and mental well-being. I don't totally understand why. I think it's because we know our intention and we know that, you know, I would say for most of us, our intention isn't to hurt people. It's not to have a negative, to not be perceived in a negative light from other people. We naturally have the instinct to want to be liked. So we aren't naturally going to go out into the world and have people and treat people in a way where they don't like us. Like that's, I don't think anyone sets out to do that unless they've experienced something really dark or, or have just that heaviness in their mind. So thinking about it from the perspective of they're in something, they're dealing with something. It's dark in their mind. It's dark in their worldview. They are hurting. They have gone through something that is so heavy that it literally pours out of them in all aspects of their life. It's remembering all of those things are likely true and it has nothing to do with me. People are acting usually out of their insecurities or their vulnerabilities or their suffering or different things like that. So if someone hurts me or hurts you, very rarely does it have anything to actually do with you. It likely has to do with what they're trying to fight and what their mental battle is and what their external response is to some lie that the enemy's feeding them or that they're believing about themselves or the way that they view you or the world. So that has helped kind of reshape my perspective 
to not make it so personal. And when I got to a point of realizing, okay, there's going to be crappy mean people in life for the rest of my life. I'm going to come into contact with them. It's just how it is being in a broken, fallen world that when I create the space in my mind to say, it's not personal, I'm not the problem. They've just done this because of all the other variables I've already talked about. It helps me separate. It helps me realize and give myself the space to think, I'm not going to give them any more control over my mental well-being and my emotional well-being than they've already taken. What they did hurt, and that's a whole nother podcast episode, I don't even know if that's one that I would necessarily do, is how to heal from people who have hurt us. That is a really heavy, big topic, and it's one that the reason why I say I don't know if I'd ever create a podcast episode about that is because it's so relative. And even this episode is so relative. I don't want it at all to come across that if you've been hurt deeply by someone in some type of trauma or suffering in your past, that this is some bumper sticker answer of here's how you can view them and then you're going to feel better. That's not how this works. The context for this episode is very much around the, the difficult clients, the challenging coworkers, the frustrating neighbors, or just people that are put in our path where we're like, you're just a rude person and I did nothing to hurt you. That's that's more so what I'm talking about here. I think some things can be applied to people who have created or inflicted really deep wounds into our life from our past. But the whole healing journey of someone that has hurt us, that is so personal and I and I wouldn't ever want to make it seem like there's a one size fits all because healing from hurt of any kind uh, takes time. We all heal and grieve differently. The Lord will work in our hearts in in individual ways. But thinking about just how there are mean people in the world, in life, in day to day, you know, we we really can't avoid it. That I have been trying to get to a place where when I come into contact with those kinds of people, that it doesn't derail my whole day or it doesn't derail my whole week or dominate all my conversations because I I don't want to I don't want them to have that power over my thought process or how I view the world or how I view people and the more energy and the more mental space I give to people that are mean and awful the less I'm going to actually be able to see the beauty in people and how good people are and how many great people are in my life or in the world around me that's where I've come up with these different things that help just kind of de-escalate my emotions and realize it's not about me. There's a lot more behind the scenes. And I think when we talk about it in that way, it can help us just realize we're all human and we all have stuff that we're going through. And I'm not making excuses for behavior at all. I don't want you to hear that in the least. I am not excusing any hurtful behavior, any hurtful words, any hurtful perspective or treatment of another person in any way. I believe in accountability. I believe in consequences for actions and things said. And when someone's feelings are hurt, I believe that that should be held with vulnerability and held tenderly. So I'm not excusing it. Please, please, I want you to hear me in that. What I'm wanting is just to share different perspectives that I have when it comes to just allowing myself to separate and kind of pull back and realize it doesn't really have anything to do about me that barista or that neighbor or that coworker or that client was just having a really bad day and they must have been dealing with a lot. I'm not going to give it another thought because of all the different things that I shared today. So I hope this is helpful and I hope it came across with the intention that I 
was wanting in just the context of talking about this because like I said, we deal with mean, crappy people. That's just a part of life. But I think if we can get to a space in our mind to not be as affected by it and just let it kind of bounce off of us, that that's when we start to feel healthier and we start to have a bit better of an outlook on people and society. And then if people are mean to us again, it's realizing, you know what? Hurt people hurt people. They're probably in a very dark place mentally dealing with a level of conscience or torment that I am not dealing with. And my heart breaks that they have to go through that and that they believe that this is the best way or the only way to treat people. So I hope it just shares a different way to look at it and encourages you in some way and just gives you the space to maybe separate mentally from people that have hurt you, whether it be today, this week, or even in the past few months.